We're back. At least I'm back. You were back too, Terry. Colorado yeah, this week. Yeah. I yeah, missed the episode getting... last week. Aaron chipped in. That was amazing. Killer episode, by the way. Thanks. Yeah. Great job, Aaron. Um, job, Aaron. Colorado. Let's start at Colorado. Why were you in Colorado last week? When well, I say last week, well, I mean first like of all, two, 48 hours ago. Is this episode seven? Seven? Yeah. Getting up there. Episode seven. Um, <clears throat> so we're starting with Colorado. Yeah, sure. Let's talk about, there. Let's, let's quickly recap why you decided to go to Colorado for 32 and a half hours with our team. You hijacked half of our team, took them to Colorado. What did you guys do there? We were on a mission, uh, hunting and gathering. This is interesting. It was a hunting, hunting and gathering mission. Okay. Tell me more. Um, it was a covert. Uh, some of it was covert. Are you going to share all the information from the, from the mission? Um, no, not all. So of it. it was a pretty covert some mission. Of it. Yeah. I mean, I always say that, and we talked a lot about this as a team when we were out there, it was really our design team. Um, you know, you can only, your design process is only as good as, you know, the resources that you, that you have. God, this buildup like is you, killing you me. You can't design products without your palette. You know, your palette is made up of materials, trims. Um, so you went fabrics, like on a hike? Colors. Like what? You went like to get inspired <laughs> by nature? Like why Denver? We went to a convention. We went to a, a convention? convention in Denver okay. called Outdoor Retailer. Oh. I get it. <laughs> All right. That was what was in Denver. <laughs> Tell me a little bit more. It's one of the biggest, um, most kind of sought after, not I guess sought after, but like largest conventions. It's like central to the active outdoor adventure industry. Cool. So tons of, you know, the major brands within those areas of industry uh, come and present their newest, hottest products in like the main convention hall. Okay. And it's really cool. I mean, it's really cool to see what everyone's up to. And um, that's where it gets a little covert because we're a brand Got developing it. product and it gets a little like. So what was the mission of the mission? Our mission is really to focus more on um, sourcing of fabrics, materials, trims to help us improve our product development program. Got it. So, uh, were there any specific products that you were looking for these trims, these fabrics for? Yeah, there definitely were. I mean, on, on both the men's and the women's side. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, at the same time, it's, it's real building relationships with suppliers. Yeah. Um, so that moving forward as new as we want as new ideas come about and new projects come about, we have more people that we can tap to see what they have on offer. Understood. So, you know, we're essentially buyers in that, in that situation. So you're dancing around the question. Was there a specific product? We were, um, I would say the biggest focus probably on the men's side were, um, tops, technical, you know, kind of a new generation of technical tops for Makes men. Sense. So that maybe tanks, 
Yeah. Maybe. Tease, thanks, mm, that okay. sort of thing. Good stuff. I mean, and on the women's side, there were, um, that's more of an Aaron question. Maybe when she comes in later, she can address like what, she was, that. what that she was focusing good. on. Maybe we'll bring Pedro today. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, okay. Um, so, good trip overall? Success or what? Yeah, it was, it was huge. It, it actually, the one thing I would say is it kind of brought me back uh, uh, to the early days of starting the business when I would go kind of on these journeys almost by myself. Mm-hmm. And it was the beginning of all this where I would, I learned a lot about the process of sourcing materials and building products and was taking conversations with, you know, um, overseas manufacturers. And in many instances, like the people that barely even spoke English yep. and, uh, was confronted with that challenge of just kind of navigating it. And, and I, it kind of reinvigorated a lot of that energy for me, that kind of, um, those early stages of really seeing and thinking about and dreaming about what, you know, what Woolico could be. So I really, I really enjoyed it. And I think it was, it was a good, good trip for the team. Fantastic. Um, item number two on the docket for discussion this morning, before we get into the actual responses, you ready? Yeah. So we've got something really 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 ridiculously big happening next week it's a sample sale it's the second sample sale that we've ever had happening in new york city in the out history, of our showroom history of the business in the history in the history of wallaco mm-hmm. this is the second sample sale we've ever had yeah great next wednesday and thursday june 26th and 27th, or is it 25th, 26th? 26th, 27th. 26th, 27th. The second sample sale in the history of the company, June 26th, June 27th, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. on Wednesday, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Thursday. Yeah. So what can people expect at this really, really, really ridiculously big deal of a sample sale? Well, I mean, I think it's important to to go back to the first one, reference that, right? Like part of the reason we're doing this and, and we're gonna continue to do them on approximately kind of like a quarterly basis, um, is playing off the fact that we did one during the holidays last year and it was wildly successful and it was so much fun and it was just so much fun. And, uh, it almost kind of overwhelmed Nick and I, um, Terry and in a I, great way. It was like, it was the, one of the last weekends before Christmas, <laughs> you and I in here solo, a wheel of Brie, about 20 bottles of champagne and just like, three or 400 pieces of clothing hung up on racks, you and I, and we had 200 people come through and buy stuff during the course of the day. And we were just like deer in the headlights. We had a line of about 15 people long waiting to check out. It was crazy. Yeah. And you know, the space isn't even that big. Um, And you know, like I didn't eat, (laughs) <laughs> all day. I had brie. I would like, I was nibbling on brie 
and carrots and and champagne. I had more than a, more than a glass of champagne for sure. Yeah, and we were and really we're, ridiculously generous too with just kind of slinging add-ons and extras into bags. I think everybody that came got a T-shirt. Yeah. Everybody that came got stickers. Yeah. We're gonna kind of replicate and do something similar this time around. Um, but I think what's better about this one than the previous one is we're gonna have, we learned so many things from the first one. We'll have tons of more inventory. We'll have more people on hand to help. We'll have two dressing rooms, fitting rooms where you can change and you know test stuff on, try stuff on, test it out. Um, and then we're actually gonna go, uh, some of the stuff we're gonna go a steeper discount on. So we've got some, some specific style colors that we introduced um, in the, at the end of last year that will be up to 40% discount. Like really, this is the only time that we'll, we'll discount this high. Uh, and it's because we're going to do it in person and we yeah. don't incur the costs of shipping and all the additional layers that go on. Yeah. And for, and for people that don't really know how we like operate, um, as it pertains to like product and new product, new colorways, we, especially in the compression category, but actually across all styles, we will introduce what we call fashion colors that come into into our rotation for a temporary period of time. And they're actually not, we don't, we launch them with, with that in mind. Like we're not trying to hang on to them forever. So at a certain point, they run their course and then it's time to move them out um, so that we can bring in, bring in the new. And uh, usually there's like, you know, there's certain things we sell completely out of, but, you know, occasionally there are certain styles uh, or colorways that there's a little bit more inv inventory lingering. Um, and, you know, we'll use events like this to, to clear that out. Um, and that's, you know, part of the reason that we'll go, we'll go a bit steeper on the discount. Um, so yeah, these quarterly ro rotational events will kind of align with some of that, you know, moving through of, of those fashion colors. Um, and I think the one big thing that's, that's pretty different about, or that's, that's a little bit different about this event versus the first one is that this is going to be in the middle of the week. It's a Wednesday night, Wednesday and a Thursday. Uh, last year we did it on a Saturday, I believe. And it was just one day. Um, so it's a little bit different. It's since, since it's the summer and you know, a lot of people leave New York city, we decided to go with the week. Um, so yeah, I mean, hopefully, hopefully people still, still take the trip down. Um, we fully expect that, that people will, but you know, I think especially on Wednesday, the doors are open all day. Um, so even if it's like a lunch break, uh, or a fake meeting at work, you want to yes. just take the subway down. I like that play a lot. Um, I've got a meeting downtown. Yeah. I've got it. Especially if, if we, if you could court us as a client ever, you're a SaaS product, you're in sales somewhere. If you can court us and you show up and you buy stuff at the sample sale, there is a much higher likelihood that we'll take the meeting if you show up. Also building on this really quick, I just want to like, I want to underline and put it in bold one more time so everybody understands. 9 a.m. right after Woolico Wednesday, we're coming back here. There will be breakfast. There will be snacks. The doors will be opened for the first time till 9 p.m. on Wednesday night, transitioning to the nighttime. Terry's promised rosé. I've decided that I'm going to do rose water. 
just because that's how I roll. That's how Terry rolls. He's much more of a rosé guy. I'm much more of a rose water guy. And then Thursday, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., little nightcap before the weekend. You grab your gear. And that's how we're going to do it. Men's and women's discounts anywhere from 20 to 40% off. And then we'll have, you know, some add-ons that we'll throw in the bags as people check out that we like. You know, good thing we like everyone. Yeah, and if you come to Woolico Wednesday, um, literally, and we might even, like, try to wrap it up a little bit earlier so that people have time before work. Uh, maybe, like, a quick 45-minute workout and then get back to the to the clubhouse. Um, and just so you know, it's, like, three blocks away. So it's uh, from, from the Northmore Pier, so... A pretty easy transition. Great. I think we covered that one. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. You ready? Yeah. Um, in chronological order, we've got a few here. Uh, I'm starting at the bottom. Uh, Shannon GW says, I'd like to see a new hat style, maybe even color options, period. Um, I'm pretty sure Pedro's literally sketching that right now <laughs> so we got a collective head nod uh and a smile from pedro and it seems like that's the case yeah, yeah. but by the way i love hats like i really love hats like i just i love them i think a lot of people do as well i i was looking at i spent probably 30 minutes looking at hats this morning really yes wow yeah, you know. I just love a good hat. They've become more of a staple in my active wardrobe. I mean, generally, but especially in my active wardrobe. I love a good hat so much, I know the names of a good blank. Like the Richardson 112 trucker hat is a mesh back five panel that you can embroider on top of. And the clasp system for it is better than most of the others because it doesn't rip after you've taken Over it time. off. Yes. Yeah. The Richardson 112. All right, I know Pedro. that the auto, I think it's the 908 from like a depth of the actual cap mm -hmm. is like kind of the perfect depth for me. I bought a John Mayer hat at a, at a concert a long time ago. And then I did my research on auto. I just like, I love a good hat, man. The problem with all these blank hats is that you get a few wears and wash You get like a few wears out of them and then you throw it in the washing machine and it's just toast. It's dusted. Yeah. But there is one, one blank that I really, really like on the active side. A continental is the name of the brand. It's the, it's the same. It's the brand that does the Bluestone Lane hats that we like. The white one, the brand's called Continental. I just, I just need people to know we take our hat game very no, seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we do drop another hat, because we're, we pretty much, we've sold out of the rest of them and we're giving the rest away at the sample sale to people that purchase over $200, plug sample sale, Wednesday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., Thursday, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Um, when we do launch another hat, God, it's gonna be fresh. Yeah, we're gonna improve the, just improve the design. Probably add a, a colorway or two um, to the mix, and you know we have a new designer working on it too, and so. 
Who's this? this amazing. Okay, good. Um, next question. Simon dot M-C-I-V-O-R. I'm assuming that's his last name. McKeever, maybe? Yep, sounds right. Why do the Fulton and the Pier 25, so the Fulton is the style on the men's side, the Pier 25 is the style on the women's side, use a different fabric and pattern? I love the Pier 25 in a men's cut. God, I love this question. Simon just knows his stuff. Yeah, you know? really does. Like how Simon just knows. I know. Simon's feeling the fabrics, you know? He might have even put his legs in both of them. Yeah. Well, I know. <laughs> There's, this is such a, this is such a, you know, like, how do you attack this question? It's like, why do they use different fabrics? Let's start there. Let's start there. Great. We, yeah. I mean, sheerness is the biggest one, right? Why, why do, why do guys care about sheerness? Oh, women care about sheerness. Women. Oh, God. Women it. care about sheerness. That makes sense, Terry. Our Fulton, uh, our Fulton full, Fulton 0.75 are undergarments first, right? That's what we designed them to be. Um, so sheerness, the ability to see through the fabric if someone were to like bend over or do a deep squat is a little bit less of a concern on the men's side. Um, the legging for women, you're not wearing anything over it. It's a pant. Yep. Sheerness, there's no option. There's, there cannot be sheerness. And we go so, to great lengths to make sure the fabric is not sheer. Right. And we did, and that's how we found the Portuguese fabric that we use on the Pier 25 legging. With that being said, so that's, that's how we got there. Yep. Um, now, but this, yeah. they use a different pattern. So... Why I, why I like this part a lot is because, yes, of course they use a different pattern. Men's, women's, different body types, right? And then you got to go into like different, you know, there's multiple different body types within each gender, like infinite amounts of body types that are different, right? And until we get to a place where we're literally 3D scanning people and printing things on demand with like lasers, we're just like, you know, there's a couple of patterns that we make to represent the brand, right? That said... The, the women for a long time now have been wearing the men's because they like it because yeah. they like the look of it. They like the, um, the functionality that we built into the, the gear. Um, so this is, you know, I guess where we go next with this is that Simon, Simon wants to know Simon's kind of like make the Fulton. Yeah with the Pier 25 fabric. Survey says? The Fulton with the Pier 25 fabric. Survey says, we're not gonna do that, but we are. But we are going to make a women's version of the Pier 25 that's more in line with the pattern of the Fulton. Yeah. So we're gonna pull even more. Wait, say that again? We're gonna make a version okay. of a legging. Okay. The women's side. On the women's side. On the women's side. Understood. That pulls more directly from the patterning of the men's compression family. Okay. And we're going to start <clears throat> with a short. Understood. That we've called the biker short. Understood. And we're going to mess around with a longer length version of that. Um, that would reflect the, uh, the Fulton. Got it. On the women's side. 
Understood. So we're not going to solve Simon's problem or his request for us to be better, right? No, we are because we're using the patterning from, from the Fulton that I think he, he expressed liking. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. He just you're, wants you're the fabric. This. He just he wants the fabric. He loves the fabric, man. Okay. Okay. So let's reverse the conversation. My next point was that we're doing that too. Let me add some we're, color we're, here. We are, we're using, we are trying, we're testing the women's fabric mm -hmm. in a men's compression body. We are actually doing that right now. Capiche. So we're, we're, we're testing it. Yes. It's in development, but we don't know. We're going to prototype it. We'll try it on. We'll run in it. We'll work out in it. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, there's a good reason for it. Right. That's right. Okay. Um, so, guys, New York City's doing its thing. David, how do we sound? You hearing, you hearing jackhammers and stuff? I think it's, I think it's actually like ambiance, you know? Like, I really think it adds something to the whole thing. Yeah, it's not bad. I, you know what? I thought about this the other day. I'm sorry <laughs> to interrupt. I'm, I'm hijacking this a little bit. I was listening to somebody on a podcast recently and they were talking about kind of like the, the, the practices and the routines that they've put into their everyday life, right? Meditation, they make, they make space for mindfulness. You know, they wake up and they go on a run in the countryside and then they find solitude on a mountain bike, right? And I'm like, wow, that sounds like really nice. And then I was like, wait a second. No, it doesn't. I woke up this morning at 6 a.m. to jackhammers. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was like my version of a hummingbird. It was unbelievable, you know, to be woken up at 6 a.m. by nature's, a.k.a. New York City's alarm, a.k.a. a jackhammer, is just such a peaceful thing. Like, I don't think, I just don't think people get it, right? Like, I was on a, I was on a bicycle yesterday um, going up to a, to a run class. And it just started pouring rain, right? Like monsooning. Yeah, like I saw build that. the arc. Like we got to get out of here. And I was just thinking to myself in that moment, like this is this is my mountain biking in the wilderness, Fifth Avenue. Pouring rain at like sunset, neon lights reflecting off the streets, like iridescent glow, just like absolutely gorgeous and phenomenal people giving me dirty looks left and right and just like me projecting back like just this orb of sun radiating positivity and i just like in that moment i was like i don't ever want to be alone in the wilderness like i will choose fifth avenue on a bike at rush hour in the pouring rain every single day it's because you're a millennial you think so yeah I'll own that shit. I'm into that. No, I love it. It reminds me that you're, it reminds you that you're alive. Yeah. The city. That's it. Yeah. So jackhammers, we welcome them. Yeah. Arms wide open. We it's might even good. open up the windows. Um, okay. <laughs> you ready? Next question. You know, I, I'm, I'm really bad at pronouncing people's names. I'm going to G I E R V O L I. David, what we're going to do from now on is we're going to put the people's name along with the timestamp in the description of the notes of the podcast episode. Cool. So G-I-E Gervoli says shorts, shorts with your liner, exclamation point. Your liner is a differentiator. 
What do you think about that? Yeah, I think he's referring to the to our compression shorts. And he wants us to build it into a two in one. Wow. Um, and that's a that's an idea. It's an idea that we're working on and we should be receiving a sample pretty soon to you know and if that sample comes through in good good shape then we'll be pretty close to to putting that product out so when we're aiming for late july august okay actually that's more our lightweight i think the two-in-one will be later in august later in august for the two-in-one okay it's coming it's actually like the one product that we've been developing that I've, I've like touched and felt and gone, holy shit. There's something here. Like yeah. all of our stuff. I'm like, this is great. I love it. But this one, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Well, I think in any, you know, any business, any, especially if you're an apparel brand, like you have, you always have winner winners. Yeah. Right, and like, not every product's gonna be a winner, but I think this one will. Cool. Um, let's see. Uh, Elnin Obueno asks for dual tone styles. Do you understand what that means? Dual tone styles? Yeah, um, I think a lot of our silhouettes are monochromatic got it um you know a lot of that actually has been done by design right like obviously it's been done by design because we've designed them but very intentional because we you know for the most part to date we've been servicing a male customer Mm -hmm. and one of the things that we've wanted to do was kind of simplify the active wardrobe. We felt that there was a lot of busyness in the market, a lot of neon clashing colors and um, just things that made it very, very difficult to put together, to piece together a wardrobe that actually looked decent. So by building these monochromatic um, bodies, tops, tees, tanks, hoodies, outer shorts, compression, that all kind of actually work with one another. It makes it easier for a male shopper to piece together something that actually looks presentable. And I think for men in particular, you know, we need help there, right? Like men aren't quite as, are not as evolved as women when it comes to, you know, piecing together outfits. So, you know, and I felt in particular within the active category, that was something that really needed to be addressed. So um, that's where we've started and that's really the core of it. I think as we introduce new styles around the, um, around the core product offering that we have, I think we can start to do more um, dual toned stuff and just generally have a little bit more have you know a little bit more fun with the bodies that that we've developed um but just know that it's coming from a, an intentional place uh that you know the reason that we're set up the way that we are um and the sky is the limit in terms of what we can do beyond it makes sense so thank you um ready for the next one yeah 
Matt Van Orden says, let me get some free swag. They, just so people know how serious I am about answering every question, like we will, we will address this question, Matt. You want some free swag, Matt? I know Matt. You do? Yeah. What do you have to say about Matt? Matt's an, Matt's an actor. Okay. So, I don't know. Like, I, wanna, you I don't know, know if I'll, we can take him seriously here. I'm going to take this one further. He might be. Right? I'm going to pull up Shopify. <laughs> I'm going to go to our store. Okay. I'm going to go to our customers. And I'm going to put in that Matt's name. How much do you think Matt has spent <laughs> lifetime supporting this brand? I don't think we need to call him out on the amount that he has spent. I think that, you know, we might be going a little too far there. But let's check if he's a customer. I know that he is a customer. I know that he has supported our brand. That's my only criteria. I don't know. Taylor. That is my criteria in, in situations like this. It's okay to ask I for free stuff. Your belief in Matt. I've seen his product. I've seen it on him. Okay. So it, somebody in his family might have gifted it to him. They might have gifted it or he bought it on Kickstarter, which I actually believe that he did. And it la has lasted him that long. I actually was with him in California. I think I want, a year ago at this point. I'll take this one step further just to make sure that I'm not missing anything here. Matt also included a winky face emoji with the tongue out, which definitely denotes that this wasn't a very serious request <laughs> and there was some lighthearted fun with it. But Matt, I just used you as an example to the larger audience that like will answer, will answer every single question. Make sure he gets tagged in the comments or in the, in the description. Yeah. What do we think? We, we just launched an ambassador program. True, false? Yes, we did. Great. And then there, there are some pretty steep discounts and potential like incentives if you're an ambassador and you go to work for us. Yeah, there, yeah, there are. Awesome. Also, Matt, like it would be great to create some content together. Do something fun. I like that He's a, a great, lot. Great personality a and very talented on camera. So maybe we... Maybe work on something. And you know what? We get these requests a fair amount, right? People want to collaborate in some way. The tough part is, is think about in terms of running the business, all of the shit we've got going on and you want to collaborate. And we love that. We want to collaborate too, but make, get us to third and a half base, you know, like buy the, buy the product, make the piece of content, write the article, take the photo, make the video, and then say, I made this thing. Want to collaborate? For sure. I mean, I think, yes. I think if you can put the energy in, show us you're serious more than anything, I think that's, um, that's, that's, yeah. Get us to third and Just half. do the work? Yeah, get us to third base. I'm just in a weird place today, clearly. Jogger thoughts. That's the next question. It's from Billy Kelly. Joggers? Jogger. Joggers thoughts. thoughts. Joggers thoughts. Uh, we've been thinking pretty, pretty seriously about it. Those are the, he wants your thoughts on thoughts. Them. Oh, my thoughts. Um, again, this is, you know, we're, <laughs> we're developing product, right? Like <laughs> we sell and like, we have competitors in the market. Like I want to, you know, I'm torn. Yeah. You know, but there is something, there's an interesting, um, we did identify some pretty cool technology that, we are planning to utilize for the development of a jogger. Um, 
and it has to do with kind of like a, a knitted fabric that is breathable, durable, moisture wicking, um, and not too like flimsy or drapey. Yeah. So it'll have a little bit of structure to it. Um, and you know, we might even source some type of like recycled fiber, um, as a part of the, that knitted do you have joggers yeah do you wear well like when do you wear them the colder months like either do you wear them to jog um have you ever worn a pair of joggers jogging do you jog (laughs) i jog do you (laughs) i'd say i run you run you don't jog yeah i don't really jog (laughs) um yeah i think it's more honestly we look at can we call them runners I originally wanted instead to do of that. joggers, we could call them runners unless it's like it ultimately when we produce the product and get it to like its final stage, we say we, or unless it ends up being more of like a transitionary item, like a to and from the gym. Yep. Less of like a go out and just beat the crap out of this and run. Yeah. Um, that's the only reason I wouldn't call it a runner. Got it. But if we were creating apparel for joggers. <laughs> yeah, we would make. Then we would create these. Yeah. <laughs> but since we're not creating apparel for joggers, we we probably wouldn't create these right now. Right. Great. But there's a pant. There's a performance pant. There we go. That that's functions that to. functions really well. Um, Got it. It's gonna fit in with with our offering really nicely that cool. we're working on. I think you know. I think like in terms of what we're trying to accomplish here, we're trying to make active gear that brings efficiency to your everyday life that just like removes the friction from the process of living, right? So if you've got a pair of joggers that you really like that are stylish that you use to go from the office to the gym, you should probably keep those joggers. Like those are probably a really good fit for you. If you want a pair of pants to run in when it's colder outside and you don't want to wear compression, then you should look towards us because that's the product that we're probably going to make. Agreed. Facts. Well put. Uh, two or three questions left. Ready? Mm-hmm. Brett Jogs. Oh, man, this is too good. His handle is Brett Jogs the World. Brett, are you jogging or are you running? I think Brett's I already running. Had, I already had this conversation with him last week. About jogging? Yeah. This came up already? Yeah. This is a reoccurring theme. Yeah, did you watch the pod? Did you listen to the podcast? I didn't listen last week. You didn't? <laughs> I got about 20 minutes You're in. Are you kidding me? Guys, it's okay. I'm being honest. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, looking at, I'm looking at Aaron for... Uh, Nick said he didn't listen to our podcast. I said I listened to a little bit of it. He didn't, he didn't listen. <laughs> Responding to your comedic interest in my Instagram. Right, guys. Oh, can I read this aloud? Great. So this is a response from Brett Jogs the World, right? Right, because I asked him. I asked him so about. This is great. We get I asked closure. him about his handle. How often does this happen? You ask a question, and then in real time, you get a response. The universe just prompted us with this response. So my inquisition into Brett's jogging versus running activity. Uh, on Sunday at six fifty-five, Brett responded back to us. Said responding end quote responding quote is comes before the end quote quote 
responding to your comedic interest in my Instagram handle, exclamation point. I created this account leading up to my first marathon, and the name is a spinoff of the song Run the World. Brett Jogs the World was the first thing that came to mind in making a running-specific Instagram account to imply that. Yes, I do like to run, and I'm in a sense, and an M in a sense, competitive but I just want to have fun with it. Also, I wanted to express that this isn't too serious and in hope inspire other people to start running and have fun while doing it. And since making the account, I have now taken the nickname Brett Jogs the World by more clients, coworkers, and friends than I can count. That's great. I fucking love that story. Yeah. It's great that Brett's he's it's great that he's really embraced um, that name that it was well thought out. My like my question to him was like, okay, it's funny because if it were Brett runs the world, it's got this double meaning, and it's which a little, is a little arrogant, and it's right? a little arrogant. I get it now. But he went kind of like, yeah, he was it. like having some fun with it, and uh, it's great that he's really trying to impart a mindset and a light, kind of lighthearted uh, but healthy way of living his life. I love Brett. I love Brett so much that we're going to give Brett $100 off to the Wolco store. Whoa. It's just like, it's just a no brainer. Like Brett's amazing. I, I know, yeah, like, I agree. Brett's out here just crushing. Yep. And he's just doing so in the most humble way possible. Brett, I appreciate you for setting me straight. Um, David will follow up with a $100 gift card to the Wolco shop. And if we are ever in Michigan, which, you know, fingers crossed, I've been there before, uh, love Michigan, we will make some time to come in for a jog slash run with you. Fantastic. I'm down. Um, so now to Brett's question. Are you ready? More simple graphic tees, logo on the back, front pocket logo, etc. Where is this way of life collection? is my follow-up to Brett's question. It's coming. We've pretty much locked it in. Um, you can start to expect more items like, items like that, more kind of uh, in-and-out lifestyle apparel that will give you the opportunity to rep the brand during your day-to-day, -day, even if you're not jogging the world um, or running the world. You could, you know, rock a tee hat or other items like it um so we're gonna we're gonna start working more items like that into our rotation on a regular basis so um we're with you on that Love and it. like pretty soon i mean like a way of life collection is happening before the summer's over beautiful okay are you ready for the last question from instagram today yeah mick peterson Love this guy. Uh, if you could take Wolco Wednesdays on a summer road trip, where would you go? That's a great question. Multi-city or single city? It's my city? favorite question. I mean, I mean like I'm, that's a, I'm just adding. Yeah, I don't know. Um, do you think? Let's pick single. Sounds like he wants one. Let's pick single city. Yeah, if you could take a road trip somewhere. I've got an answer. I want you to give an answer. Um, dude, you know. It's a tough, it's a tough, I was just in Denver and 
I would love the opportunity to like really put on a big Wolaka Wednesday in that city and meet those people because I mean, it's a city that's pretty special in that, you know, there, there's a handful of like, I think landlocked cities that aren't coastal that mm-hmm. are really rocking right now. Yep. And that is one of them. And it makes so much sense because of the, um, kind of central access to hiking, skiing, like I honestly don't like deserts, yeah, mountain biking, everything. Sure. Right. So it's just, it's very, the people that I think are moving to that city really value that lifestyle and in a really committed way. And we were out there, there are cranes everywhere. There's a ton of development. The population is, is rising rapidly. So I think an opportunity to go there and um, really dig our heels in and really just more than anything, get to know the, the type of person that's living in that city would be really great, a great opportunity. That's a great answer. Um, and, and Eric Hinman lives there. Shout out to E. <laughs> There's so much what love on this, yeah, what on else this, do you need? this podcast from, yeah. from good people. Um, so if I was to pick a city for a Walco Wednesday road trip, um, I would, I would get uh, a Boeing seven thirty seven plane, and that you know you could fit a few hundred people in, and then I would charter that plane to uh, Lagos, Portugal, and then I would host Wolaco Wednesday in Lagos, Portugal. Sound, sounding a little bit like a festival that I. <laughs> <laughs> watched, that I watched that I watched the documentary about. <laughs> right. I think I think that's that's you know I just I just think outside the box. Portugal. Just, yeah, I think Portugal. I think to go to Portugal would be a lot of fun. What would the? I just think there's work, a lot of good momentum around Portugal. What would the exercise be? It would be like oh beach workout. Okay. Lagos is just this beautiful part of Portugal. Is it? Yeah, I really want to go there. So the most loyal Wolco Wednesdayers, or you know. Supporters of the brand would get their ticket to get on the 737. That's pretty cool. Wola Air. That's pretty cool. I like that. Great. (laughs) Um, Uh, We have a couple of unanswered questions that David has brought into my attention. Um, Were these via email? How'd these come in? Via email. And is this a way we're going to accept forms of questions now? Maybe. I think we should be open to it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. We'll talk about it next week. Um, so Tom, Tom Bass at JR. Oh, no, oh, these are two different questions. Tom Bass says, ready? Number one. And I love talking about this because I'll just talk about it day after day after day until it comes, until it's right. My logo is peeling off my compression shorts. Is there a way to tack it down on the corners to represent the brand? Question mark. He's got two questions too. Tom Bass. So, we got to do a little bit of diagnosis here. Let's reach out to Tom. Let's ask him which pair of compression shorts, which color. We switched to a different provider of our heat transfers. And that's only on the stone gray compression right now, correct? No, there's more. And all new compression. Yeah, it's, that very, it's like the so newest. You, the newest. Yeah, the newest stuff coming yeah. out. But that probably doesn't get in circulation quite yet. It depends on when he purchased his, yeah. right? So we need so to figure that out. He's likely got the old heat transfer. We've switched providers. All new production has a new heat transfer quality, and we're seeing much better results from it. We are. 
So to answer his question, we've got to, we've got to ask him what, what, when did he get them? And we can look into his customer profile, but, um, there isn't a way to tack it back down. There just isn't, you know, what, what we hope is that it's a clean break. Um, and that you can still rock that waistband loud and proud, but, um, there isn't a way to tack it back down right now. So all new production has it like really is the most painful thing for me to talk about, but I love talking about it cause it hurts. Yeah. I mean, that's why you take the sourcing trips, right? Look for relationships and people that can solve your problems and bring you new innovation. Um, question number two from Tom. I remember one question answered during an Instagram story where different sizes were recommended for the compression shorts versus the compression full length. Am I misremembering or was there a reason behind this? This was my reason. So, uh, I'm 5'11", 185 pounds. I got nice chunky thighs and I like to wear a large nine inch, but I'm not, I like to wear the, the full length above the ankle. So I wear a medium. Um, and I think that if you're falling into kind of that, that range, it's a, it's a nice mix, but, um, I could wear the medium nine inch and I do at times I wore them yesterday to, to run. Right. But yeah. yeah. So I think like the, the general theme there is if you're kind of on the, if you're on the, the line between two sizes and you're considering buying a longer length and a shorter length. So like a, a nine inch compression and a full length. If you're like Nick and you, you prefer the, uh, the longer length to sit a bit higher on, on your, above your ankle, you can size down and you'll very likely be fine. It also ensures that you've got a really snug fit like through the knee, um, and down the leg. So it's more, this really only applies to people that might be kind of on that cusp yep. of whether it's like XL and L, XL and double X, sure. L and M, whatever. Yep. No, and, and I, I completely agree with you. And it's, if you're running in a full length tight, you just, you don't want any type of friction. You don't want the fabric to bunch up at all. So I just prefer, my preference is to size down yeah. so that there's just like, there's no, there's no chance of potential friction or, or fabric bunching. Yeah. Cool. Last question. Sample sale Wednesday, Thursday, six, uh, 9 AM to 9 PM Thursday, 6 PM to 9 PM. Last question. Uh, instead of the flags on the inseam, you should make the Wallaco logo on the waistband, the flag I'd be a pair or two for sure. Um, J.R. Meyer 92. And this is in reference to the pride collection. So he saw the pride collection, right? He likes, uh, he likes the idea of the pride flag being across the waistband and not a print on the actual short. Um, we appreciate, I think we, we appreciate this and that will, it's something that we'll look into for next year, but, um, they're in production and they're landing pretty soon. It better be. And a hundred percent of the proceeds go back to the organization that we're partnering with for this. So if you're on the fence about buying a pair or two, just know that, um, yeah, we don't, we don't make any money off of this one and we're trying to support a cause during this, um, this time of year. And, um, yeah. Anything else on that tear? No, it's good inspiration for next year. The design. Definitely. I like it actually. 
Good. Um, so that's it. David, how many, how long have we been yapping for? Almost 50. This is a longer one. And yeah. we didn't have as many questions. Hmm. We need better feedback, right? Like we really need a pulse on this stuff. So a component of it could be like how we distribute it. But I think the other thing could be like, maybe on a weekly basis, we just propose two or three questions. It's like, do you want to hear us talk about this or this? Do you want to hear us talk about this or this? And then we can kind of eliminate some of the reoccurring themes of follow-up questions and then just focus on going deep on a specific topic. I don't know. Maybe it's something. Yeah, I think we should. And I think it would just be good to get feedback on duration. If anyone listening, you're at the, you've made it to the <laughs> end. Um, is it too long? <laughs> just let us know. I like the idea of, of like aiming for somewhere between maybe 30 and 40 minutes. Um, and then we're just, you know, we get into it and we're, you know, we're, we fire and we're, we're, we're just flying through it. And I think it can be fun actually. I, I do concur. Um, and then David, we gave away how many gift cards last week? 17, $20, what? $17, $20 gift cards. Yes. And these are all to people that listen so intensely to the podcast that they were able to call out specific moments that happened, right? It pays to listen. Pays to it listen. pays to listen, Mola fam. Awesome. All right, Terry. Thank you. Thank you. Signing off. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>